Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Lady doesn't want to move from our booked seat because she's already settled. This happened a few years ago, but I, 46 female, still remember it clearly because it was the first time I ever encountered a Karen in the wild. My husband and I had booked first class tickets on the high speed train for a trip to Stockholm. Going first class isn't something that we'd normally do, but we don't go to Stockholm very often, and the tickets aren't crazy expensive. After boarding the train in our little Swedish town, we made our way to the first class section and saw that one of our booked seats was occupied by an older Karen type lady, who had all her stuff, food, shopping bags, etc, all over the place. My husband says, excuse us, but this is our seat. Karen, gesturing to her stuff, says, ugh, can't you just sit somewhere else? I'm already settled here. Um, no, we can't. We booked these seats, so you have to move. Karen, indicating some empty seats near us, says, but you could just sit over there. Yeah, but someone has probably booked those seats, and we'll be boarding the train later. Karen, rolling her eyes, and then angrily gathering up all her stuff, says, Ugh, fine, I'll move. She then moves into one of the seats that she pointed out earlier. We then settle in, and the train gets going. At the next stop, some more passengers enter the first class car, and the same procedure happens again. This is our seat, etc. Ugh! Keep in mind that all seats in the first class car are booked, so she actually had her own booked seat. She just didn't want to sit there. Now in the comments, maybe she didn't have a first class ticket then. And OP says, if I remember correctly, after the second interaction, she moved to her own booked seat at the back of the first class car. I'm guessing she wanted to sit near our spot so she could be near her friends. Maybe they each booked their own tickets and she couldn't get a seat near them. I don't know. Maybe one of her friends booked her ticket and deliberately got a receipt far away from theirs on purpose. I take a fiendish delight in imagining that at each stop on the trip, someone boards the train and she's in their seat. So she really doesn't get any time or advantage from this petty trick, but is rather massively inconvenienced if she'd just sat in her own seat from the start. And OP says, I know, right? Trying to sit anywhere but her own seat is hugely counterproductive. There must be a name for this kind of behavior. Personally, I'd go with stubbornly moronic. When I was traveling in Germany, my friends and I had bought a two-class first-person, seven-trip blank ticket. Basically, we had prepaid for seven tickets, and there was a page at the back of a little booklet, and all we had to do was hop onto whatever train we wanted and fill in the information of the train, and that was our ticket. No reservations necessary. Of course, that meant that even though we were allowed to sit in first class, we didn't have an assigned seat, so we would be bumped around if someone had reservations. Generally, we would just get to the train station a little bit early on and pay the few euros to get a reserved seat because you never knew what the situation would be like. Sometimes we were the only people in the entire car, and other times it was packed and we were so grateful that we could just store our bags and relax for the trip without worrying if we would have to move each time we pulled into a station. 
Unexposed is titled, Entitled Racist and Bully Former Teacher Got Fired and Glares at Me Since She Can't Be a Teacher Anymore. So when I was 16, I had a chemistry teacher, 28 female at the time, who from the moment that I stepped into her classroom, hated me. I never gave her any reason, but I would notice that she played favorites with students, and I was not her favorite student. I decided to ignore her, but that did not work at all. She would make microaggressive comments about my skin and hair. I'm a proud Afro-Boricua girl over here. Would make fun of my intelligence, would fail me on purpose, as I would go to another teacher to check my exams and it would be another grade, would call me out on the project I would turn in, and if I keep going, this post would be hours of all the horrific things she would do to me. There were two incidents where I wanted to have her head. One day, she put a bleaching cream on my desk and said to me, you need to white up, little gorilla. I grabbed the cream and threw it at her head. I had been punished because of that incident, but I did not regret it. She made me hate myself, and I was depressed because of what was happening, but the one incident that made my blood boil was that she made fun of me for the death of my maternal grandfather. I was done playing the victim and wanted her gone, and not caring for what anyone had to say. I told my friends the plan and had videos of everything that she was doing to me. So I decided to skip her class and would walk by her classroom. Open door classroom since in Puerto Rico this is normal and had the habit that if you skip her class, you get sent to the principal's office. She took the bait and I smiled like the devil that she fell for it. So when the principal asked me what was wrong, I played all the videos of everything she has done to me. When I was done, I turned to look at the principal, and he was livid while she was Casper the Friendly Ghost Pale. What came next was the principal screaming at her that she was fired, and that this would be on her record, and would be in her recommendation letter. The principal changed me with another teacher, as there's five that would help me. People in my school found out it was me, and some called me their hero, but others hated me for what I did. I do not regret it though, and it turns out I was not the only one that she was doing this to. It has been 10 years, and I found out from a friend since this is on her record, she cannot teach, and decided to become a private tutor. I saw her again and she recognized me and glared at me, and I shrugged her off. She dug her own grave, and she must lie on it. And now in the comments, good for you for standing up for yourself and countless others. To those who hate you for getting her punished, one finger salute to them all, and tell them that it's idiots like them that are enablers. The favorite students who suddenly had to study and do their work because they no longer had protection. Annex post is titled, Medical Delivery Woman Demands a Tip. So I'm honestly still in shock from this and not even sure if it's considered entitled. One of my medications gets delivered to my door monthly and I have it set to deliver in mailbox. Never had an issue, always fine. Yesterday at dinner time, I hear doorbell ring and find a woman there clearly pissed off. Okay, my dogs are out, but I'm not expecting anyone. I say hi, and she starts telling me she's here with the pills, and tells me she wants a tip for coming all the way out. She came at dinner time with a prescription that I have set to go to a mailbox, and she asked for a tip. Is that even legal? Then she proceeds to not hand over the package until she gets a tip. I understand and sympathize with workers who aren't paid well, I get it, but I'm not tipping for a prescription. I grabbed the box and shut the door, I was too shocked to even say anything, and she stood out there for a few minutes before leaving. 
and update, Pharmacy called and told me they had blocked her and were mortified and assured me that it wouldn't happen again. Delivery person was new and they won't be using her again. I had the option to switch to UPS, which I did, but don't hold the pharmacy at fault because they are calling everyone else who had her yesterday as well and seemed extremely embarrassed. Thanks for letting me know that I wasn't crazy. Withholding packages is a crime. So is extortion. Not really a tip if you're withholding prescription medication. Did your pharmacy change their delivery service? I ask because I think in some place, only postal workers are the ones allowed to use mailboxes. Not through my pharmacy. It's online, but a verified place. You don't tip Amazon. I wouldn't tip this delivery. I would call and report this. You've asked for it to be placed in the mailbox. That's a dick move. She has zero rights to tips just like nobody ever had. Right? I have no problem tipping pizza delivery or things like that. I expect to actually. They are going out of their way, and when I order, it's usually downpouring or snowing, so of course I will. But meds? Absolutely not. Our next post is titled, Entitled Family's Prank Goes Horribly Wrong. Well, this is more of a story from my dad's perspective. He's a Welshman, born in the most southern part of Wales. His family, parents, sister, brother, took advantage of him a lot. They used him to repair things, chauffeur them around, pulled inappropriate pranks on him, etc. Other than work and driving, he hated leaving the house. Except one day, one of their pranks did an Uno reverse on them. They knew an English girl was looking for someone to help fix her stereo. Clichéd as it might be, my dad's family tried to set her up with him under the guise of repairing the stereo. See, their opinion of my dad wasn't that great, and they thought she would leave him as she got to know him. Unfortunately for them, the pair really started to bond and eventually started seeing each other. His family was outraged that he'd started dating an English woman. They expected him to get together with a Welsh woman. Not only that, she was helping my dad to stop getting taken advantage of more and more, and they hated it. His dad was horrid to her, and he performed very inappropriate pranks on her. One of which was technically a certain type of assault. His favorite prank was to fart in people's faces. When they were expecting, his dad was dead set on getting a grandson. It was a girl. Even the next time they were pregnant, he was sure he'd get a grandson to carry on the family name. Another girl. Me. My granddad then came up with the genius idea that he would pretend me and my sister were boys. Every birthday, every Christmas, we always got very boyish toys from him. Eventually, my dad's family's leeching attempts and their dislike towards my mum got so problematic, we had to move to England, where we have been living ever since. And every year, we get a recycled Christmas and birthday card trying to convince us to contact them so they can begin their leeching cycle again. We have a great time finding ways of destroying the cards when we receive them. I'm just thankful that my parents managed to keep me and my sister far away from that family before they started targeting us too. And now in the comments, I honestly want your dad to prank granddad on his deathbed. Visiting granddad as the old duffer is close to death and saying, I took my wife's last name and renounced my Welsh heritage. Then farting on the bedridden grandpa before exiting his life forever. And OP says, huh, that would be quite an exit. My parents do actually use my mom's maiden name on social media, just in case their family finds them. So it's technically true too, lol. 
Maybe I'm just petty, but getting the last word slash hit on idiot-coded idiots with idiot feelings feels like the right thing to do in life. But your dad already won in life, so either way. Unexposed is titled, Karen I didn't know tried to let her kids steal my family's Easter eggs. Cops were called. A similar story I saw recently reminded me of this. It happened in 2015, so pre-pandemic. The day before Easter, my wife and I helped our kids make colored eggs. Some we dyed, some we painted, and others were just plastic with candy. But my kids doodled little faces on them for fun. On Easter morning, my wife and I went to my parents' house because they live on the edge of the city right next to some woods, and they've got a good two-acre property with a few scattered apple trees, a garden, a play structure for the kids that my dad hand-built, and some decent-sized bushes. Perfect for hiding eggs in. We spent a good hour in the morning placing the eggs in clever, but also easy-to-find places for the kids. We also invited a friend of my wife, who was a single mum with a little girl to join in, and she was overjoyed that we invited her. We took a little break to have a coffee and a chat after hiding the eggs, as we had planned to go out looking for them at noon, since it was a little chilly that morning. But my mum suddenly came to us and said there was a lady with kids that she had never seen before hunting for the eggs in the backyard. And her kids were using the baskets that we had set aside for our own egg hunt. They had been left sitting by the garden for when the hunt was to start, and those thieving little brats just took them without a care. I told my wife to pull out her phone and start recording just in case. My wife and I have both dealt with entitled people long before seeing stories on Reddit, so having video evidence can really help. We then went outside, and I demanded to know just what the hell this woman was thinking. The Karen mum was startled when I called out to her, but then got mad at us when I told her to put the eggs back, as she was not invited. Since this was seven years ago, I have to paraphrase most of it as my memory can be pretty garbage at times. I said, hey, what do you think you're doing here? This is private property. And Karen goes, gah, don't sneak up on me. What is wrong with you? I say, what's wrong with me? You're trespassing on private property and letting your kids steal our eggs. By this point, her two crotch goblins had to run to hide behind her and they were blowing raspberries at me. And I say, give those eggs back. They aren't yours. Karen says, what is wrong with you? They are just little kids. I couldn't afford to give them a good Easter this year. And when we saw all of the eggs you were hiding, I just thought maybe you could share. Besides, they're just eggs. Go to the store and get more. My family lovingly colored and painted those eggs all day yesterday, and you will give them back or so help me. And then the Karen actually slapped me across the face and stomped on my foot at the same time. I got bullied a fair bit as a kid, so it didn't faze me nearly as much as she thought. Plus, she couldn't stomp or hit very hard at all. So all that just made me angrier, and I'm pretty sure she realized she badly effed up, because she started backing away. I said, last chance, return the eggs now. And she says, no, my babies got them first. I was done with this crap and turned to tell my family to just call the police. The Karen started shouting at me that we can't call the police over some stupid eggs. My dad then went and blocked the side gate, which is how the Karen had gotten in. We don't know how she was spying on us since she wasn't even a neighbor to my parents, but when we refused to let her leave, she started screaming hysterically that we were illegally detaining her. 
The police arrived in about 10 minutes, and by then, the Karen had huddled with her kids on the bench by the garden. My wife showed the cops the video of the Karen slapping me, and they quickly told her she was under arrest and forced her kids to give back the eggs and baskets. The Karen started screaming that it wasn't fair, and she just wanted a happy Easter for her kids. Her little crotch goblins didn't make things easy for the police either, as they tried to hit them for arresting their mom. They made a few statements, and the police carted off the Karen and her family. Then we re-hid all of the eggs, which took longer because we had to double-check any places they had already hidden eggs to see if they weren't there. The kids were all super upset that someone tried to steal their eggs too, and it took some work to calm them down. But they all still got their Easter egg hunt, and all was well. The Karen, though, more or less got off easy. She pled guilty and only got a month of jail and a fine. And during court, I found out from her soon-to-be ex-husband that they were in the middle of a divorce that Karen had been intentionally dragging out. After the court, we didn't see or hear from any of them again, but I'd like to think that the situation gave the dad the edge that he needed in the divorce, and it's become a funny story that we like to share with people once in a while. And now in the comments, that's pretty wild. I can't believe some people think it's cool to just help themselves to other people's stuff on their own property. And OP says, yeah, and she wasn't a neighbor or even a friend of my parents' neighbors, so we have no idea why she was there and spying on us. Here is hoping she was just scouting every place in the neighborhood and not actively stalking. Probably the scouting because we never heard from her again after court. If she spent a month in jail for a slap, you just know she had priors. Well, it wasn't just the slap, it was the foot stomping, trespassing, and theft. Yeah, but where I'm from, she would have only gotten probation and community service. A month in jail is a long sentence proportionally, even if you rightly believe she deserved more. Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Good point. The laws where I live are probably more strict. Annex post is titled, Entitled Lady Screams at Me Because of a Book Title. So this happened recently, two weeks ago before Easter, and I forgot a bit about it until I picked up the same book recently from my shelf to read, and my anxiety reminded me about it. I have bad anxiety from past experiences. Quick backstory, I am near deaf in my right ear, and dimming a bit in my left from having tubes in my ears as a kid from major ear infections. Because of this, and social anxiety in public, I cannot hear myself well, and speak softly, or keep quiet entirely. Anyway, on to the story. 
So I was out on my day off, drawing the water and some wildlife near a lovely lake not far from my place, and checking out the sailing ships there too. I'm a maritime and sailing ship nerd. Afterward, I went into the nearby restaurants to eat and enjoy the book I'm reading at the moment, which is Moby Dick by Herman Melville. Now bear in mind, I was sitting to my right side facing the exit of the booth and barely heard anyone and didn't pay attention to anyone but my nice waiter who complimented me on my choice of reading, as it is a true classic literature tale. Halfway into an intriguing part, I got a tap on my shoulder. I look up to see a normal looking lady, but with not a very good lipstick on. She seems a bit shocked and I'm confused. The entitled lady, a bit quiet, but I turned to my left ear towards her so I can hear her better, says, Excuse me, but don't you think that that book is a bit inappropriate in a restaurant where kids are present? I'm sorry, what do you mean? That book, it's a porn book. You shouldn't read that in here. Put that away, please. Me, sighing internally to the idiocy of her not knowing classic literature, but understanding a bit since the title to modern people is a bit misleading, say, I assure you, it's not porn, it's classic literature. A seafaring tale about men hunting for a whale in... She cuts me off rudely and says, There is no classic literature book with such an inappropriate title. Don't lie to me. Also, don't talk so soft like that. You're not 12. Me, getting a bit anxious about being called a liar, and embarrassed by her saying that about my voice says, I'm not lying, I swear. I don't even like that stuff. The name Moby Dick is the name of the whale in the tale. The ones the characters are searching for. Don't say that word out loud with kids around! She shouts that on purpose, and I feel eyes on us, and I say, Ma'am, it's the whale's nickname. It's not inappropriate, since it's a common abbreviation for men with the name Richard. I know this since I have a good friend with the name Richard, but he only lets his brother call him Dick. Listen, girl. That's a lie. You and I both know that it's a name for a man's junk. No joke, she said that out loud when she was exclaiming that I was being inappropriate, and nothing else. What you are reading is porn, and I will be taking it away. Oh, no, 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 no. No one takes my books. I picked up my book before she did, and quickly hide it behind me as I scooch back with my book gripped in my hands. She gets angry, and I'm getting more anxious, and she says, Give me the damn book! She shouts that out very loud, as she tries to get closer to reach around me to grab my book. I try to keep her off with my legs and knees, but I don't kick, just using them as a wall between us. My waiter and a well-dressed man come over, and they pull back the lady and try to calm her down while keeping a distance between us. The waiter says to me, Are you okay? and I didn't answer him as I could feel my heart racing as I'm still anxious and scared of this woman. She starts shouting at the manager, saying that I'm reading a porn book and that I'm being disrespectful. She was just trying to throw that garbage out and burn it. The manager then says, Miss, is that true? And I say, not at all. I'm reading Moby Dick, a seafaring tale. The waiter says, it's true, manager. I've chatted with her about it and she showed me the inner artwork. Men harpooning Moby Dick during the chase, it's a cool illustration. The manager, not amused with this woman's banter, looks at her and tries to tell her what I'm reading is not porn. It was none of her business and that she needs to leave as she is now banned from the restaurant for harassing another customer. 
The entitled lady says, Why should I be thrown out when she's the one who's reading porn and in the midst of children? She was doing nothing wrong, and what she enjoys reading is her own choice, not yours. I have cameras in this restaurant and we can call the cops as you harassed her, tried to steal her property, and appeared to try to attack her. Now leave. She straightens up, grabs her purse from a nearby table, spills her drink on the table and floor, and then storms out. I was stunned by her childlike behavior and glad that she's gone, and the rest of the people in there pretty much just ignored us. The manager gives me a free meal and a coupon for next time. I still give a good tip to my waiter and thanked them once more for their help and got to enjoy my book for a while longer out on the beach beside the lake. I'm just glad that the police weren't involved and she just left, but I felt so bad that she left a mess for the poor employees to clean up, all because of a book title that she misinterpreted as being inappropriate. She is an absolute idiot, as though her shouting porn, porn, porn over and over again is somehow better than you quietly reading a book, no matter what book it was. Also, sorry about your hearing. My mum can't hear out of her left ear, and she's had several surgeries on her right ear, so her hearing is very messed up. I believe she had severe ear infections when she was a child, plus bad rural healthcare. Alright guys, I hope you enjoyed that one. If you did, let me know what you thought of it down in the comments below, and I'll see you next time. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.